Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Quarter Life Podcast. Happy New Year. Today, we're going to kickstart 2024 with a very relevant topic. I feel especially for a lot of beginning of the year, we are striving to move more and exercise more regularly. So I'm honored to have my guest today with me, Victoria Gileski, to talk about joyful movement and how to exercise with joy and love. So without further ado, hey Vic, how's it going? Hi, I'm good. Thanks for having me. Excited to be here. This is a topic that I feel very passionate about, so I'm excited to dive in and talk about it. Yeah, I know. I'm excited. Thanks for connecting with me for all the way from Chicago. I haven't introduced you yet, but maybe I'll let you do that. Sure. So my name is Victoria. Lavi and I met at SLU at the Simon Rock Center while we're both in the PT program. So I graduated from St. Louis University with a bachelor's in exercise science and my doctorate in physical therapy in 2021. So that's my educational background. I love to work out. Exercise fitness has always been a huge passion of mine. So that's what inspired me to turn it into a career. And yeah, I've been a personal trainer and fitness instructor at the Simon Rec Center. And that has transpired into my adult life. I continue to do to do that as well. Um, now in Chicago. Yeah. So I do a little bit of I do a little bit of everything. I stay stay quite busy, but that's pretty much where I'm at now and what I'm doing. Yeah, that sounds awesome. I'm doing physical therapy. So right. and I do PT at Northwestern inpatient acute care. Ooh, I actually want to do clinical there, but we'll see. Okay, so we always start the podcast with some opening question. I ask the same question for every guest. So starting with the first one, one thing you love or proud of yourself for today? That's a great question. I think that's a great to reflect on too. I'd say something that I'm proud of myself for is always pushing my limits and um, knowing when I'm capable of something more. So I think that transpires professionally, personally, um, things like that. So always just striving to be better every day. That's something that I'm, I'm proud of myself for is having that mentality. Yeah, that's awesome. I saw you just finished running a full Chicago marathon. I did. Yes. October 8th was the Chicago marathon. That was a huge accomplishment. My first full it was phenomenal. It was like the best experience. Running the race was so much easier than I anticipated. Really? Just the support. Oh, yeah. Have, you know, there was like 1.5 million spectators. Yeah. So it was like training was tough. And yeah. Yeah. But like running the actual race with the support of everyone else running around you and all the spectators made it like it. I mean, it took a lot of work, but I, oh, yeah. I love it. It was a great experience. That's awesome. Would you do it again? Yes, I totally would. I did not sign up for next year. Um, okay. Training just takes up so much time. Like, it does. It like, really away your whole summer. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I would totally do one again. I kind of want to do, like, different cities. I think it's such a cool way to, like, see the Is city. It? Yeah. It, so, I agree. Yeah, so. And then when was the last time you felt stressed, uncertain, or not enough about something? Uh, every day. Don't we feel so I feel this way every day. I think like after graduating, the imposter syndrome became like so real. Mm. And I'm always feeling like, 
is this the right path for me? Am I, should I be doing something else? Am I like moving in the right direction? So mm-hmm. um, I feel that way all the time. I think everyone does. But, yeah. You know, just you know, trusting yourself and trusting your journeys, I think, helps alleviate those feelings. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think part of that, I don't know. I, I'm glad I'm still in school because I feel like if I get a full-time job now, I probably don't know what to do with myself. <laughs> exactly. Like, feeling, like, when you're in school, it's like everything is set up for you. Like, you know what you're going to do tomorrow. You know what mm-hmm. you're going to do next semester. Mm-hmm. You have, like, check marks to hit. Like, you know, complete this course, complete this practical. Right. And then everything is laid out for you. And I'm such a type A, like, Me organized too. brain person. Yeah. So I, I, thrive off that yeah and when you graduate and you're on your own it's like well you can stay in this job for the next 40 years or you can yeah move cities or you can find a new job every other year like it's yeah. just it's yeah it's, yeah it's intimidating oh it's also exciting. yeah it is you're gonna do great because you always push yourself every day so um yeah hopefully <laughs> school is so hard <laughs> Keep chugging along one day at a time. Yeah, that's what I keep telling myself. Yeah. Okay, and then the last one, one thing you are grateful for today. In spirit of the holiday season, I am grateful for my family, having a supportive family, uh, especially here in Chicago. Now that I've moved back to Chicago, mm-hmm. I'm so much closer to them. I'm a 20-minute drive from my parents and my sister and my new nephew. So I'm grateful to have all of them close by and their support ways. Yeah, that's awesome. Getting to the main topic, we talking about joyful movement today. And in PT, we call ourselves movement experts. So no matter who they are, we encourage people to move their body within their ability. So with your background as a physical therapist and personal trainer instructor, when did your fitness journey start? Have you always been active playing sport or it looks a little different growing up for you? Yeah, I've always played sports, you know, like all of my school through high school, I was always like on a team. So I played soccer, volleyball, lacrosse, I ran cross country. Mm-hmm. Um, it was always organized, right? Like my coach, I had a coach leading us through practices or workouts. Yeah. I was not going to the gym on my own and like writing my own workouts or following my own type of program until I hit college because then I was no longer on a team and no longer you know, having anyone to lead me through it. So that was when my fitness journey began, but I really didn't understand the importance of strength training and our coaches back then Mm -hmm. didn't either. Mm -hmm. Um, We strength train maybe like one day a week. And I think there's been a huge shift now in grade school, middle school, high school, especially female athletes Mm -hmm. emphasizing the importance of strength training and injury prevention. So I wish that we had seen a little bit more of that, but it was a lot more cardio focused when I was growing up. And then when I started college, I got into lifting, strength training. And so now I have a good blend of it both. Yeah, I I ran track when I was in high school. And I mean, running is purely cardio. But now, like, a lot of people also encourage strain training or cross training. And you train the marathon, too. You know how important it is. So right. I'm glad it become more popular now. Yeah, you find your, like, yourself getting injured or did you, did you have any... Oh, yeah. Do you have time that 
Yeah. I mean, preventive of strength training, right? Uh-huh. Like, you think of it like rehab or like this injury prevention in general. Like that mindset, especially for female sports, mm-hmm. was much different. You're, it changes every every year. It changes. But yeah. it's heading in the right direction. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited to see it for sure. Why did you want to become more active? And what were or are the reasons that keeping you stick to your active lifestyle like in the past versus now? So I feel like in the past, I was active, you know, just as a teammate. But Mm -hmm. outside of that, a lot of like cardio focus, just like fit in a certain box. You want to look a certain way, Mm -hmm. whether that be to like be thinner or like fit into your prom dress differently, which Mm -hmm. is now in retrospect, not a positive mindset Mm -hmm. at all. But that was why I did it back then. I would Mm -hmm. not focusing on really like the other benefits of exercise. I didn't mm-hmm. even, I uh, ha- didn't really know anything about it. Now that I'm in my, I'm in my mid twenties, I can look back and reflect and know that like, there's so many more benefits to strength training and exercise in general. Mm-hmm. And the things that me adhering to it now are definitely like the physical benefits, right? Mm-hmm. Like I want to be healthy. I want to live a long, healthy life, mm-hmm. but the mental benefits of it are what keep me. <laughs> Keep you going to be quite honest. Like, yeah, the endorphins you get from a good workout, the mental clarity I get, the energy it gives me. I like to work out in the morning, so I'll go to the gym before work. And I mean, I still have a cup of coffee, but I just feel like it's such a productive, good start to your day. And it sets up your mindset for success and feeling empowered and feeling like, you know, you're already on the right track. And mm-hmm. yeah, so. Yeah. Now it's just part of my routine. It's not even something that I feel like I need to adhere to or convince myself to do. Like once yeah. it becomes a non-negotiable, it's just it's it's just what I do. It's not that I like am needing to convince myself to do it. Yeah. No, I totally agree. I think reflecting from the past, when I first started working out, I think a lot of it was I try to lose some way or, you know, look certain way. And a lot of it I was comparing myself, maybe not feeling enough or just a societal pressure or cultural pressure that you have to look certain way. But now I try to improve my health based on like the health markers. So, you know, I want to improve my cardio fitness, build in strain or flexibility instead of trying to fit into certain box anymore. And it also such a relief too, because you know, when you worked out with joy and not punishing yourself to be certain thing then i think exercise becomes just more fun yeah i think now that like now that i'm working as a physical therapist and that you're seen too through like clinical experiences you'll you realize like movement Mm -hmm. is a privilege you will encounter people who getting up out of their bed or standing up from a chair or walking across the room is a major milestone for them. It's a major accomplishment based on, you know, their injury or their Mm -hmm. disease, whatever it may be. Yeah. And when you go home and think about that and then realize that, you know, it's, I am blessed with an able body. I Mm -hmm. can go to the ward gym and do this. Yeah. You start to see it. It feels more joyful. It's a celebration. It doesn't feel like a punishment because you, you know, it's just, it makes you very, it makes me feel very grateful yeah. for what my body's capable of. Yeah, I agree. Even you saying that, give me a chill. <laughs> I always know. Like, I mean, it's so true. And then yeah. like, on the other hand, I have 95-year-old patients mm. who are moving amazing and in like amazing health. And 
every single one of them, mm-hmm. every single patient I have that's elderly is in like great shape, great health, mm-hmm. has been active through their lifestyle. And that is mm-hmm. like the one commonality they all have. That's the common thread is mm-hmm. continue, continue exercising. As soon as you become sedentary, that's when things start to domino effect. Like mm-hmm. that's when you start to see, you know, health complications, health changes and immobility take place. So Yeah. No, I agree. But yeah, like beside, you know, the physical benefit, like I work out just like to feel better, like feel, you know, feel stronger, feel more empowered. And I used to just see exercise purely just like physical. And now I'm like, that's just like part of my routine too. Like it helped with my self-care routine and like my mental health too. So it's, it's awesome. I know we have the same course going to school, like we went to undergrad and then now PT school. Now you also have a full-time job too. So how has your exercise routine changed throughout different period of life? Even like, you know, when you're going on vacation or during holidays and how have you learned from these challenges and change? Because I know you said you're a very type A person. So I'm sure like shaking up the routine will be a little hard. Yeah, for sure. And I think the best way to handle that is to plan or just change your expectations. Mm-hmm. So for me, when I was in school, I felt like when I was an undergrad, at least it was easier because there was a lot of structure. Every week looked the same. You know, it's mm-hmm. like Monday, Wednesday, Friday, you have biology at whatever time. So with a structured week like that, it was easier to fit in. Yeah. And just plan it ahead of time. Like, okay, I'm going to go to the gym before class or after class or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. So I found that just treating it like an appointment and that's mm-hmm. still something I do now. Yeah. It's a, it's a strategy that I do and that I tell my any client that I have that I recommend they do when they're struggling with the adherence mm-hmm. to their exercise program or like struggling to just get themselves to the gym. Mm-hmm. You know, like literally put it in your calendar. Like I mm-hmm. put it in my calendar at a certain time if I know I have a busy week. Yeah. I go to the gym at one o'clock. It's an appointment with yourself. You wouldn't miss an appointment that you have with anyone else. You wouldn't yeah. skip a doctor appointment. You wouldn't skip a meeting. Yeah. So show up and and that's your time. Like you carved it into your day. Right. So that's kind of like, that was like my hack, I guess, when I got into grad school too, mm-hmm. was, you know, scheduling it as an appointment. Some weeks are obviously busier than others. So like during finals, you have 500 exams. Mm-hmm. You might not be able to get to the gym five days a week. And if mm-hmm. that's the case, I would just set a realistic expectation of myself. Like, that way you don't feel like you are missing mm-hmm. the mark or like you're letting yourself down because you right. hit your goal. So yeah. if I had a busy week with finals, I might say, okay, today or this week, my goal is to go three times a week, yeah. not five. I'm going to try to go three. Mm-hmm. And then I just change my workout. I would do maybe like all upper body one day, all lower body the other day. Yeah. So that I'm still hitting all the muscle groups I wanted to hit for that week. Mm-hmm. Just condensing into a three-day program rather than a five-day. Yeah. No, that sounds great. I feel like what I'm getting out of your point is being consistent, but also flexible too. Because like, I agree, like I like school helps a lot because we have the same routine. But then and then I put like my workout routine on my calendar ahead of time. But plan ahead, but I also plan around it too. So I know that certain week, like final week, I move it around, but I make sure to have it. But also I lower my expectation too. Like I know I won't be able to work out, you know, that many days. So I also setting a realistic goal is also really helped too. Yes. Like be realistic about it and be kind to yourself. Mm-hmm. Be, 
you know, be gentle with yourself. Like, you have a lot going on. Mm -hmm. Like, with school or personal life, you're in a phase like that. Mm -hmm. It's temporary. Yeah. And knowing that, like, one or two weeks off your routine is not going to derail your progress. Mm -hmm. I think that's that's important, too, because that's when people kind of start to get in that all-or-nothing mindset where they're Mm -hmm. like, oh, well, I I messed up this week. I guess I'll just quit. Yeah. Or, like, I guess I can't do this. Yeah. That's not the mentality that's going to give you the long-term success and progress that you're looking for. So yeah, just looking around it and, and being realistic, I think is, is most important. Mm-hmm. And then to your second part of your question about holidays and vacations and things like that. Similarly, I just change my expectations. Mm-hmm. I treat it as like, I treat it as like a built-in rest time. Like I'm like, mm-hmm. this is it's good to take time off and, mm-hmm and rest and embrace just some quiet times yeah if i'm on vacation and i'm feeling good i'm not putting pressure on myself to go to the gym every day yeah if i go to the gym it's because i want to because it makes me feel good and Mm -hmm. if my hotel has a gym i'll check it out yeah i feel like normally i'm doing more like going on a walk on the beach yeah going on a run outside because i'm in a really cool pretty city like things like that i'm not yeah a lot looser about my about my expectations yeah i agree yeah like with holidays and stuff i i used to bring like a resistant main with me if i have space to do i'll do it but i like checking out the city so running for me is a you know it's a way to explore the, the city too like every morning so on my strava i would have like different city when i run too it's my favorite thing oh uh, yeah or like or sometimes when i go to visit I have um, one of my best friends moved to Houston, and I try. Oh. I visit her like once or twice a year, and we'll go try a new fitness studio. So we'll go do like a spin class or a hit oh, class yeah. or a Pilates class, and it's just like something fun we used to do together when we both lived in St. Louis. And then it's also like a cool way to explore a new city or like explore a new gyms or studios in that city. Yeah, it reminds me of like the mindset of exercise because. If you only see exercise as going to the gym or, you know, like running, then it's different from, you know, just movement and physical activities. Because I feel like physical activities, you can just move and have fun and you can include a social part out of it more than just being in the gym and lifting too. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. But yeah, I also like your key point about being tied to yourself too. Again, something is better than nothing. So, you know, during the busy final week, sometimes I just walk around and I'm like, that's fine. That's all I can give today. And that's okay. Yeah. So we're talking a lot about, you know, movement and exercise. So in your own experience, how have exercise benefit you holistically? So including your mind, your body and your spirit. Well, the easy one, physically, the body part, right? It's exercise has made me stronger than I've ever been before Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm not having pains like those weird aches and pains Mm -hmm. anymore I started strength training at least yeah like a really jacked up shoulder and then like I was able to rehab myself like little things like that where yeah this actually works yeah no doubt (laughs) yeah thank god (laughs) but sometimes it's like you get in a rut and anyways but yeah, I feel like I'm in the, every time I go to the gym, it's just like a good challenge. So yeah. challenging myself like physically and, and, uh, whether that be like running a marathon is like a cardiovascular challenge and yeah. or it's like hitting the PR on the lift is 
a strength challenge. So I feel like I, I'm the strongest I've been and I, I feel the best. I don't yeah. measure how I feel anymore with, by the scale. Like mm-hmm. I don't weigh myself and I use, I, you know, I'll do like in body assessments and assess like body fat and muscle mass, but mm-hmm. I have much less of an emotional attachment to those numbers. They yeah. don't mean much to me anymore. It's more mm-hmm. about like how I feel in my yeah. body. It's so much more important. Yeah. Um, yeah. And like I earlier, keeps me sane. It's like, like we talked about, like, it's so great to have it built into your routine. Mm-hmm. That keeps my schedule going. That keeps me without not feeling like my day is chaotic. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's also like on a super busy day. Like if I, we both work in fields where you're giving yourself you're giving your time, you're giving your energy to other people. Like you're treating patients. Yeah. Patients treat you as a physical and mental therapist. So it's mm-hmm. very emotionally draining. Yeah. We drink. Uh-huh. Uh, same with personal training. So yeah. it's the same with like your, mm-hmm. your, and your, it's, it's, it's just, you go home and you're so exhausted by the yeah. end of the day. So right. if I start at the gym, uh-huh. I one more sometimes that day than I have yeah. for myself. And yeah. So treat that as like, my me time. It's mm-hmm. part of my self care routine. Mm-hmm. It feels good. It starts my day well. Yeah, I agree. I exercise crazy because like you can push yourself mentally and it feel really hard, but then like the reward of it is amazing. But also you just feel relaxing too. Sometimes I just I just don't push myself, but like I just run. Like it feels so relaxing. Yeah, not like your pace or distance. Like just yeah, just go. But yeah, it helped with school too, because all I do is sitting in class and like, you know how PT school, you just sit in class for the whole day. Like that's just a lot of sitting. So I either wake up in the morning and start running or just like a good break in between. Yes, I would do that too during school. Like I, I was never someone that would like study at the gym. I know some people will bring like flashcards or Quizlet or their study guides and like, uh-huh. No, on that, it just was not for me because I was like, this is, I need to like disassociate from studying. So this is like my me time where I can kind of not think about anything, zone out. And then I feel like it would allow myself to like focus more when I got back to studying. Yeah, I agree. What does joyful movement mean to you and your fitness journey? To me, joyful movement is moving and exercising in ways that feel empowering mm-hmm. and feel like we touched upon earlier, like a celebration and mm-hmm. not a punishment. So mm-hmm. since they shifted that mindset, mm-hmm. I feel like everything has turned into joyful movement. Like once I shifted that mentality of no longer viewing exercise as burning calories and working off a meal or mm-hmm. trying to fit into this dress, mm-hmm. everything shifted. It's like, now I don't do exercises that I don't like to do. So yeah, I do movements that I enjoy, and there's so many different ways to to strength train or you know do cardio or mobility, and it's a matter of finding what you like. Like I have clients who tell me, you know, I don't like yoga. I'm like, then don't do yoga. Mm-hmm. Like, why would you? I don't like to run. Then don't run. Yeah, bike. Then swim. Like there's so many other ways to do it. You have to find what you like mm-hmm. because that's where you build consistency mm-hmm. if you don't like doing it you're not going to do it every day or four days a week right. for your goal is to do and at the same time like i tell my community and my clients that 
you need to find what works for you. What works for me is not going to work, always going to work for you or work for your friend or work for your partner. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. And I think also choose just switching things up is kind of reinvigorates me and Uh reconnects me to my body and my movement. If, If I feel challenged in a new way, it feels exciting and it feels... I think that also strengthens my relationship with exercise. So yeah, my goal has been to be doing more like yoga or Pilates classes because I find that that's really, really hard for me to do. Those yeah. classes are super challenging and yeah. it just also puts you out of your comfort zone, stepping foot into a new studio or being around new people. So that always lights my fire. Yeah, I agree. For five years, all of my friends, they hate running. I try to convince them to run, but like they never they never do it because they just hate it but like they like playing pickleball so like that's that's what they've been playing you know again i feel like joyful movement emphasize a lot on you know the pleasure of it the choice of you what workout or what exercise what movement you want to do and even the flexibility of how to add it into your calendar every day um and you're right see it as a celebration is awesome because you know that's when you really have fun and you don't see it as a punishment exactly the last one as a personal trainer strain coat and physical therapist our goal is to encourage everyone to stay active as possible within the ability what are some concrete tips or advice for everyone to start or keep exercising with joint and love I think this is a great question because I feel like a lot of people are like, okay, I know what I need to do. Mm -hmm. I know what I should be doing, Mm -hmm. but how do I do it? Mm -hmm. And if anyone is new to starting a new habit, I 10 out of 10 recommend you read Atomic Habits. Mm -hmm. It is clear. It is a phenomenal book that gives you a step-by-step layout on how to start habits and like the science behind habits and One of the key takeaways that I got from the book is starting with small daily habits. So Mm -hmm. one of his key points is that if you're trying to start something new, Mm -hmm. it should take less than two minutes to do. Because if it's going to take more than two minutes, you're not going to do it every day. So whether Mm -hmm. that be like, you want to start reading, read two pages a day. You want to start journaling, read journal for two minutes a day. You know, like going to the gym, start as simple as putting your gym shoes on and mm-hmm. getting your gym clothes on, not even going. Like, little yeah. things like that that seem crazy, but it's like, that's how you build. And yeah. so, finding those small habits that you can build on and then habit stacking from that, once you have one down, yeah. building on top of it, you'll soon enough, it's it's second nature. So, yeah. it really does start with that. It's the things you do every day is what's going to give you progress. You're not going to wake up and, you know have lost the weight or run the race you gotta you gotta start small and, and consistent so yeah i agree habit stacking is one of my top tips for sure mm-hmm. um, choosing exercise or movement that you actually enjoy like joyful movement that's the theme of our conversation today but it seems obvious but you would be surprised how many people pick an exercise they don't like mm-hmm. they think that they they need to do that but that's not true like you can achieve your fitness goals in a million different ways like yeah your friends pickleball if you play pickleball pickleball is a good workout like i'm sweating my butt off when i play pickleball yeah if you so just finding what you like and uh-huh. knowing that there's not one answer for everyone mm-hmm. yeah. um 
is important. And then I think my last tip is like on your busy days, finding ways to sneak exercise into your everyday life. So Mm -hmm. whether that's like taking the stairs, my rule is like, seven flights if it's more than seven flights i'm probably gonna take the elevator Uh if it's like to the seventh floor i will try to take the stairs yeah and it's something that i do like every day at work like Mm -hmm. i'm in the hospital i'm like going up and down floors i'll take the steps yeah um i'll go on lunch i'll go on a walk at my lunch break if i have time it's a nice day out go for a 10 15 minute walk put in a podcast call a friend mm-hmm. little things like that um are beneficial and i think some people think the same way all or nothing mm-hmm. well if i don't have time to do a full one hour workout it's not worth it and that's not true mm-hmm. even like little bouts of like five to ten minutes yeah throughout the day can make a huge difference yeah I agree. Yeah, I feel like you have to change the definition of exercise and just like have a very realistic expectation about, you know, your situation. But my classmate and I, like my friends, like in between class, we like going on a walk all the time. But also I see things like, what the wreck? I see people like having meeting and walking around the track before. Like I think that's awesome, you know. Uh, you get the meeting out, but you also get some steps in. Just from like easy thing, like gardening, hanging out with your kid, or going for a walk with your dogs. All of those things are very feasible. But I think a lot of time people have the definition, you have to go to the gym, lift some weight to be able to work out. But I think that's right. not true. Starting small and just even like building up your like feeling comfortable doing those things, like little things like you mentioned, mm-hmm. is a great place to start. And people don't view that as exercise, but it is. It's activity, and mm-hmm. that's and that's really where the difference is made. Because if you can stay active even on your off days or your rest days, whether it's through like walks or stairs or gardening or walking your dog, mm-hmm. that makes sense. Yeah, I agree. And I feel like something that I noticed and reflected on is, especially in inpatient setting, when I'm doing my rotation, like small movement make a difference, no matter how small it is. But also don't let who you are, your body size, your ability level, your age, race and gender defy your ability to move because you can find your way to do it. It's just, yeah. are at the closing part so the first one one of the best memories a moment in your life so far graduating pt school for sure graduating well graduating pt school for is like number one yeah and crossing the finish line at the chicago marathon those were two things that felt like on different scales yeah i just felt i had put so much Blood, sweat, tears, time, effort. Oh my god! Sleepless nights, like you know, and to yeah. see it all come to fruition is yeah, is just a huge celebration and a feeling of accomplishment. Yeah, it speaks for itself. Okay. Uh huh. That's awesome. Sure. Something I'm looking forward to. Hopefully next year. Yes. That's right. <laughs> yep. I kind of see the finish line. I just have to get there. You see the light at the end of the tunnel. You were in a dark tunnel. I am. Like, PY2 wow. is dark. It's very dark. There's a light coming. Okay. Good to know. <laughs> okay. And then what do you want to work on getting better at today? Uh-huh. I was just talking to my friends about this uh-huh. earlier this morning. I am working on getting better at 
setting boundaries and saying mm-hmm. no and not feeling like I need to fill every hour of my day. Mm-hmm. I feel like I just have this mentality that I'm sure a lot of people resonate with where mm-hmm. you feel like you need to constantly be like doing something or bettering yourself or working on this or working on that. And so that's resulted in me like taking, biting off a lot mm-hmm. and sometimes spreading myself too thin. Yeah. Giving myself the time to just rest and recharge mm-hmm. and recognizing that as like valuable, important time too, that it's not, you're not lazy for, you know, resting and having a day to recharge. You mm-hmm. need that. Yeah. You can't fill from an up. So I'm just working on, on taking on less sometimes and, and saying no when, if I'm asked to do something more, if I can yeah. recognize that I'm getting to that point. Yeah. So. No, that's hard. I, I definitely can resonate with you about that. Like school is over and then like immediately I'm like, what else can I do? I really need to chill out. Like I'm just so bad at just sitting on my couch and doing nothing. Yes. <laughs> Same. Same. Driving me like, crazy. Clean my entire apartment. Like, you know, I'm always, I feel like I just always need something to be doing. But yeah, I'm working on it. Um, yeah. It's like chill on, chill and watch a movie. Chill yeah. Out. Call someone. <laughs> yeah it is so, yeah but yeah we're working on it <laughs> we're working on it yeah <laughs> okay and then the very last one if there's one piece of advice you can give to your listeners about anything that you learned in your life so far in your 20s what would it be that is a great question i think this will come full circle to like the very beginning of our chat today mm-hmm. talking about not feeling like you know what your next step is mm-hmm. or if it's the right time mm-hmm. uh, my piece of advice is do it before you feel ready because you're probably ready mm-hmm. so like whether it's moving cities or applying for a new job i've been in that boat where i'm like oh i'll just you know, when I moved to Chicago, I was like in St. Louis. I was comfortable. I liked my job. I liked my house. I had my friends. Mm-hmm. There was really no reason for me to move other than feeling like I wasn't ready. But uh-huh. you are ready. You're already thinking about it. You're ready. Yeah. Take the jump. Yeah. Time it happens, like you're going to realize like this was the right time and, and just trusting in yourself that, yeah. you, know, you know, you've set yourself up for success and that you've put in the work and that good things are coming your way. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Well, that is the end of our podcast. I'm so glad to have you here today. Thank you for being here. It's Thank a good you. way to start 2024. <laughs> this is such a great conversation. I think for both of us, just like a good reminder to talk through all these things because sometimes you lose sight of these these values. And, you know, right. I think it's just a good good topic to touch on and in making you reflect upon it too. So Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And people took something away from this. Oh, for sure. I mean, I did. So thank you for being here, Vic. Well, it was good to catch up with you. Thank you for listening. I will see you all next time.